The new law of evolution in corporate America seems to be survival of the unfittest. Well, in my book, you either do it right or you get eliminated. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Greed clarifies, cuts through, and captures the essence of the evolutionary spirit. Greed in all of its forms. Greed for life, for money, for love, knowledge, has marked the upward surge of mankind. And greed, you mark my words, will not only save Teldar paper, but that other malfunctioning corporation called the USA. Thank you very much. episode of saying what you mean i'm jeff oh wow yeah that's a that's a tone i'm changing it up not annoying at all <laughs> and <laughs> i am uh i am jak j jockey jockey jo- what was that uh what was that crime poster i made of you what was the name uh it was yakub yakub oh yes with a k yes genius well, Mike, because my legal name is Jacob. Yeah. I know we've discussed this, but nobody ever calls me that. But at work, people who don't talk to me, which is most people, yeah. still call me Jacob. I call you Jacob a lot. Do you? Probably more than you notice. Mm. But I say Jacob a lot. I say I say a lot of people's full names. Mm. I don't know why. I was thinking about like the guys in Splash Attack, Dave. Uh, I I mean I was calling well I actually call him Dave and everyone calls him David. I hear you. Anytime you talk to me about him, you use David. Oh, well I call him Dave like to his face. Oh, okay. And then everyone calls Joey Joey, but I always call Joey Joe hmm. or Jables. Okay. Jables. <laughs> so Jables is Jack Black's nickname. J B Jables. And then Joey's Joey Brown, JB Jables. So I just call him Jables sometimes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, dude. Well, welcome to this very hot and sweaty episode. This fatty. Dude, the bus didn't have the AC. I was doying. It was an hour commute, but here we are. I passed a bus the other day mm-hmm. from yesterday or Tuesday on my way home. Were the wheels going round and round? <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> I haven't heard that one before. Yeah, dude, that's a hot. That's hot right now. That's top ten right now. Uh, the super simple songs I we listen to. Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Uh, just all of the nursery rhymes. Yeah. Plus, oh yeah. Plus all of the super simple original child songs. Mm. So it's pretty uh, hot. It's, do you guys? Are you guys watching? Thing, it's the only thing when he listens to those man, or he watches like the little like kind of cartoons that go along with the songs yes. on youtube he yes. just are you guys watching miss rachel fixed no i i will not watch miss dude rachel. she is very beneficial 
No, fuck that. I'm telling you. Ain't no way, uh, dude. You, were te- you had a conversation. Her, her and her husband. Yeah, what is that? You've got this weird thing so, about his husband. So, he's so are you ser- jealous of the Have marriage? Have you seen that dude? That guy is scandal pending. He's a creep. Yes. What? If it came out that that dude was like... Scandalous? <laughs> I would be like, that is not shocking. You recently told me about... A parenting decision that you guys are making that you wanted to pursue, and I was yeah, we're just gonna have him evaluated for speech. I didn't. Okay, I what for speech? Well, yeah, language. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Oh, okay, I don't listen to you when you speak. <laughs> uh, and I was like, all for it, right, dude? Miss Rachel, the whole reason she does what she does is because her child was delayed in speech. Hmm. That's why she goes and rubs her fingers over her lips. And guess what? The kids be talking, dude. Hi, friends. They, they like that. Jake, it's a soft approach. Do you think that's how she talks to her husband in the bedroom? Yay. Yay. Uh, dude, she got, there's this, uh, she did that. Put it in. Put it in. <laughs> Put it in. <laughs> Pull it. No. <laughs> uh, she does that little, um, what is that? I don't know the song, but about a bee catching a bee, and then yes, I've heard this. We the have controversy. Oh, it's a controversy. Oh. Of course, it's a controversy. Yeah, she got shit on for squishing the bee in the song. Oh, well, she good performed shit, it. Good shit, people, shit on her, uh, dude. You know what? You could have. Dude, there you was could this learn one, like five languages. There was this by one now. where it was her mm-hmm. and her her and Wells doesn't like it, so like that's the reason. When, I mean, Is it her stepdad? I don't know. I've it seen was, that one. It was this, um, <laughs> no, like uh, this black couple that was yes, with them. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And they were doing this under the sea thing. Oh, okay. And the the animation was so bad. Oh, dude, it's we could do that. Whatever the background was. Yeah. And then they have like, you know, they're st- I don't know if they're sitting in front of some sort of green it screen. Is. But yeah. they're trying to interact with the fake mm-hmm. animation going on. Dude, I just... it. It made me dumber. We could, but it makes them smarter, Jake. Does it? Yes. Does it? The child is speaking. The one here is saying all the words. Because of, of Miss Rachel. You're gonna get I don't even have to parent or say anything. Mm. Okay, if any caseworker is listening, that's mm. not true. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm literally like singing her original songs. Like, when I'm like driving in the car. You're weird. Dude. It's not that it's I'm choosing to. It's just in there now. Well, so, yeah. So am I, the only way I can get around it is by singing. I sing the songs, but I I make them about Bo. Mm, give me an example of that. Um, I'm trying to. I'll, I'll think of it. I can't okay. think of it off the top of my okay. head. Okay. All right. But Wells enjoys the nursery rhymes. He's mm-hmm. a music baby. He likes the music. Yeah. I like that. He loves music. I like that. I feel like they all should like, dude. And you know what's crazy is he's so smart because everybody's kid is so smart. I mean, he does baby things. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it. I like you know. I, I'm trying not to say like Calvin is so smart. He's so smart, but he is so smart. And I'm you know, Jen was like, he's so smart. He's so smart. And I know people always say that. I'm like, why do people always say that? So I started like getting in that like. Let's think about that. And it's just because you're watching real time development with like instantaneous mm-hmm. results. Yeah. Like one day they're not saying a word and then the next day now that's a word they say. It's wild. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, all of Wells's big developmental milestones are definitely on the physical side. Mm. He's very... Um, Even that? He's very strong. He's so strong. He's incredible. <laughs> Dude, it's stupid. Was, Is he strong? He's very strong. I like that. He's very strong-willed. The only thing he oh. cares. The only thing he cares about is a is doors. Uh-huh. He loves to open and close doors. Cabinet doors. Any doors. Yeah. Um. He prefers the big doors. Okay. Uh. And then crawling up and down the stairs. Mm. We just go up, and then well, we he can't go down, so we okay. go up, and then we bounce down, mm-hmm. and then we go back up. Yeah, I like that. I like these updates, baby updates. Give me all the baby updates. He's all right. How he's, are you? I, uh, I'm good. Today was a cool day. Um, for uh, for me as a Jets fan, Darrell, oh. Darrell Rivas. Uh, today is because today is the first. That name sounds made up. Per, uh, well, today's the first <laughs> NFL preseason game. Okay, and it's the Hall of Fame game, and the the Jets what are. What does that mean? Uh, it's the game that they play around the at, at in Canton, Ohio. Okay, at the NFL. Uh, Hall of Fame, and this is when the NFL Hall of Fame inductees are being like enshrined into the football pro okay. football Hall of Fame. The, Do they have like an, an event? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. The, okay, I only but know. The, but then they the but, but then they play like a preseason game to like kick off the the season of current teams. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the not Jets, like a bunch of Hall of Famers playing. No, that no, would be that would be that would be funny. They uh, so today was um today two Jets mm-hmm. two. All-time great Jets got uh, inducted oh. into the Hall of Fame. One was before my time. His name was Joe Klecko. He's been trying to get into the Hall of Fame forever. Finally received enough enough votes. Mm-hmm. Um, but then for me, the cool one was Darrell Rivas, who mm-hmm. is the corner for the Jets. Uh, an amazing career with the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. I he was. It's like it's weird seeing the guys that when you were young, mm. see, I watched him get drafted in the first round by the Jets. Yeah, watched his career take off to superstardom. Watched him retire, and then now watching him go into the NF, mm. into the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a first ballot Hall of Famer was a pretty cool thing. I got to watch, like I watched that on my way home. That's the main reason why I was like trying to watch the game today because mm. I wanted to. They introduced um, him on the field and everything yeah. like that. It's cool that the Jets were playing in the game in which he was being inter- mm-hmm. inducted into the, NFL they play? the Hall of Fame. They're playing the Browns. Okay, I mean, oh, it, that makes sense. It's preseason. Yeah. Um, it's preseason, so none of the starters are playing. So, like, you don't take anything from it. You, you don't care about the score. But it's it's cool to see. It's cool to see your team in in actual pads playing, even though it's a meaningless game, a, a game. So it was cool to watch that in, what with the, everything what, going around. What's the point of having a preseason then? It it tunes up the young players or, uh-huh. or backups. You know, you've got you go into camp with you know close to a hundred players, and yeah. you have to weed down to fifty three by the. Oh my god! So it's it's a there's a lot of competition on oh. back end, on the back end of rosters. I didn't know that, so that makes what, sense. Yeah, eventually the starters will play a little bit in like preseason game number three towards the end, okay, toward, and then to kind of like tune up for the season. Mm-hmm. But this game's completely meaningless. Nobody, not even mm. like the key backups, generally play in this game. So Weird. doesn't doesn't really matter. Okay. But it was cool. It was cool to see Darrell Rivas get in, get inducted. In when did he thing. retire? Uh, he retired five years ago. So oh, like you, wow. the, you first become eligible for the Pro Football Hall of Fame five years after retirement. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. So right away. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So he was uh, he was um, in first ballot Hall of Fame first year. He was eligible first ballot Hall of Famer, which is pretty cool because like I grew up 
watching him play the i bought i mean i have his jersey mm. like he's just always is this the one you've talked about previously i don't know i don't Pro- think probably. i've ever really heard you talk about any jets guy well so i assume been, it's this guy ha- we haven't had anybody worth talking about yeah in a long how long time. did he play for them well he was drafted in 08 mm-hmm. um he played with them until 2013 oh wow um and then he left he tore his acl mm-hmm. And then um, he we traded him to Tampa Bay, and he played there one year. Went to the New England Patriots the next year, won a Super Bowl. That was the year that Good they beat the year they beat the Seahawks. <laughs> uh, and then he came back to the Jets. Oh, um, that's always nice. And the last year we had a winning record. He was our corner and was a Pro Bowler that year. Mm. Uh, he played one more year with us after that, and then he retired. Wow. So, Had a good last season, it yeah. sounds like? Uh, no, his last season wasn't very good. Oh, but, but he, he was, was there. But he was there. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I think, he, I think yeah. that's the name you've talked about before. Mm-hmm. I think he, he ended his last game as a Jet. He ended it with an interception, so that was cool. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. Well, football, dude. It's back. Here it comes. More depression. <laughs> Uh, our boss asked me, he's like, you optimistic about the Jets? And I said, you know what? I don't know. I don't know how to process this right now. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm always eternally. Is he a Browns fan? I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know if he yeah. is or not. I know he's he's a big Ohio State fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. College. I don't think he follows much NFL. Like, yeah. He's a big college football fan. Yeah. So I think he went to Ohio State. Oh, okay. So anyway. Yeah. So are you excited? I thought you found uh, out how to articulate because you heard somebody else articulate it. No, I ar- I articulated how I feel. I just uh-huh. don't know how to feel about it. Oh, like, okay. I'm numb. Yeah. Like, I, it's like frozen. You predict like nothing. A, how was like that not your caveman. response? I predict nothing. <laughs> I don't know. Like Anytime I predict something, it, the opposite happens. So predict terrible things. Trick the universe. Well, that's that's what I do. Why do you think I make taco bets all the time that's on the Blazers? True. No more taco bets because we don't watch them. No. We're We're done. I'm not watching him. You're gonna watch him for sure. No, you bet. Taco bet on <laughs> uh, me watching them. I yeah. told you I'm not a fan anymore. I know you're not a fan, but you're watching for sure. I was already thinking like, if the Suns come, I want to go, but I don't want I, to. I'm go. not spending. I'm not putting any money into that. Yeah, into that ownership's pockets. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess. You do you, man. You're no, I don't want to either. But I want to see the Suns. I want to see live basketball. I want to see pro basketball. Yeah. Maybe I'll just drive to Utah or something. <laughs> Try, oh, watch them play in Utah. <laughs> no, not Portland. Maybe the Suns or something. Yeah, watch. I ain't watch watching them. Portland. No, I am not watching Portland. They're gonna be bad. Wow, this, year. this is a depressing. If anybody thinks time if, to be. If anybody thinks they're gonna be good this year, you're you are. You're lying to yourself. Yeah. And where do you think that stems from? Just a real quick thought on that. Uh, I think because Portland is always the only, because in Portland there's only one major sports franchise. Mm-hmm. I need to, I have to revise saying it's the only professional sports franchise. That's right, you do. Even though, like, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it's I, not good. I don't think it's professional. It's because, very professional. Because any of those teams, if they went to go play, any of the men's teams, if they went to go play Thank abroad, would, would get their asses kicked. <laughs> uh, the, um, but, oh, by the way, yeah. all of the people... <laughs> so the women's national team has been struggling, yeah. right, at the at the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Like, they've made it... They, they barely got out of mm-hmm. group 
play. Dude, the amount of knuckle dragging uh old white man mm-hmm. Facebook commenters mm-hmm. with the the taking the selfie while in the driver's seat of their truck with well, wraparound yeah. Oakleys commenting about how they're so glad that the women are losing and that they are no longer supporting what? they're no longer supporting them oh, because yeah. of what Megan Rapino did four years ago, which was the with the team didn't remember remember they did, they kneeled for the national yeah. anthem. Also, she's retiring. It doesn't it doesn't <laughs> matter, man. Yeah. They're how patriotic is that is rooting against your uh country. Your country. Also, they're no longer supporting Get the yeah, you, fuck you out never of here. supported. You supported like I supported. <laughs> what well, you waved a flag out front, that's it. What's that for? Uh Team USA? I don't know any of the I don't know any of the members. Yeah. Of the team, nothing. But I have stopped my support. Oh my gosh, that's obnoxious. Freaking dude! I hate them. I hate those people. Yeah, they're just, dude, they're the biggest. They're the biggest snowflakes. They are. They're triggered by that. You can't watch soccer because of that. Who cares? Tell me about the Portland Trailblazers. What was I going to say? They're the only Portland. professional team. Oh in town. yeah, they're the only professional team in town. So they. I think they get they get like a this pass. a pass from yeah. everybody there because it's the only show in town. But also Portland fans, you know this about Portland fans, is that we we shouldn't say we, but they and we did for a long time mm-hmm. is overvalue our own players. Yeah. We think that Dante Rudy Cunningham. Fernandez was this this <laughs> all star level play player. Like these guys yeah. who are not good like just Rudy ab- was not good no i don't care what anybody says and that might trigger some listeners rudy sucked he wasn't good phenomenal there's a there's a reason there's a reason why he went back yeah to uh there's a reason why he went back why did you get so loud all of a sudden well then why did i (laughs) i feel like i cut out i was getting flickers there on the that's because you're peeking am i peeking you're so loud right now so what about him besides being trash uh it's just we always think that these players are good like so much better overvalued than, oh that's what happened i unplugged my no you're plugged in dude in? you're cut off bro okay can you hear yourself no you really can't Uh uh-uh. did you break your headphones i might have <laughs> hold on maybe I you clicked the mute button or something hello 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 I bet that's what you did. Hello. Oh, I got it back. Okay. <laughs> you must have, I don't know what you did. That's weird. Weird. <laughs> anyway, I can hear myself again. Good. But uh, yeah, I, I just we overvalue our players, mm-hmm. so, and then I think by extension we we think that they're going to be way better than they're going to actually be. Yeah. I think there's this real belief amongst the diehard like head in the sand Blazer fans. Yeah. That Scoot Henderson is going to be somehow as a rookie this massive difference in wins and losses. Yeah. Dude, Damian Lillard was in a unanimous rookie of the year and that team was in the lottery. Yeah. Yeah. And they still had LaMarcus for most of the year. Yeah. Portland doesn't, Portland has Scoot Henderson and doesn't have anybody near LaMarcus's caliber. I don't think people think about that. Like we had Dame, unanimous rookie of the year. LaMarcus was on the team and they still were not good. No. And it's going to be a long time before they are good. Yes. Especially, you're going to start this rookie who has potential with that coach. Yeah. I loathe that coach. And I think that 
regardless of roster construction, you ain't winning anything with that coach. So if you want to poo-poo our opinions about players, fine. But you cannot, and I will not back down, and I will die on the hill of Chauncey Billups being trash. There's nothing you can say that is a – you can go back to and be like, I think Chauncey is a good coach. Yeah. You can say, I don't think we've seen Chauncey with a good roster, mm-hmm. and therefore I can't have a like a completely informed opinion on mm-hmm. him yet. Whatever. That's But that's the best yeah. you can say. Yeah. You cannot – there is no <laughs> statistical or – visual argument mm-hmm. where you can look and be like i think that that guy is a good coach he sucks he's, i can't stand him he's terrible he's just, he's a bad coach it was a <laughs> terrible hire in the in the um i think and i think that cronin and i think cronin knows that mm-hmm. but i think one the ownership group is not going to buy out his contract and pay for a new one <sighs> especially when they're in a rebuild it's like why are we going to go pay all of this money for a coach when this team is going to be bad regardless you could bring in yeah. Eric, you could bring in eric spolstra or greg popovich yeah and you're not going to get that much better results if anything you probably want chauncey billups to coach them into mm. the ground so you get a better draft pick but then they don't They'll don't fi- you think that hinders will, their development i do i believe that especially yeah. with roster construction you want um and this is where you should be mad at joe cronin mm-hmm. is that one you have him and I don't, I don't know if necessarily keeping or firing Chauncey Billups is entirely up to him. Mm. I would, so I'm not going to blame him for that. Yeah. I will blame him for not bringing in any viable big men because mm-hmm. essentially, I mean, Nurk's going to be gone. They're yeah. not bringing Nurk. Back. He's not going to play on that team. So you are bringing in. You're going to your two pillars are your guards, right? <laughs> yeah. And you don't have, you don't have a center on the roster. You can't. How are you gonna? You're setting them up for failure. Yeah. Like it's how? Gonna be how are bad. they gonna? How can you develop a point guard mm. who doesn't have a reliable center? I'm not talking about an upper echelon right. center. I'm just talking about someone who knows where to be on a basketball yeah. court and has size. Yeah. Run a pick and roll with. Run a pick and pop. He's gonna like Scoot's gonna Down have screens, nothing to anything. work. 82 games, Scoot is going to be out there developing bad habits because he has nobody to work mm-hmm. with. Wow. Well put. Well put. Just fuck that organization. Yeah, dude. you suck, Portland. Next. Next. <laughs> uh, I, you know, the the um, the president yeah. was indicted. Biden? For, oh. The ex-president oh, okay. was indicted for the third time. In the, is it number three now? This is number three. Okay. Second time in federal court. Yeah. With uh, the Georgia, with Georgia probably being the fourth indictment here within the next week. What's Georgia's? Uh, for um, the trying to pressure uh, oh. Raffensperger and the governor <laughs> to uh, find. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, find eleven hundred votes. He's in trouble. 11,000 votes to try to find 11,000 votes. He's in trouble. And then also the fake elector scheme. I was hearing reports from the courtroom today that he looked like he knew he was in trouble. Yeah, I I think this one, I think I think he thinks he can weasel out of the documents one yeah. because of the because of the judge. Oh, okay. Um or also get convicted, but without real any jail time. Yeah, consequences at all, ever. This one, this one has some serious bite to it. Yeah, and he's in a district that 
he's he's has it he pulled a judge who has already tried over several dozen cases of the January 6th rioters right and every single one of them who has been charged essentially with the same crime yes that Trump is being charged with mm-hmm. they didn't go after treason they didn't go after right, right. um the big charges they Jack Smith rightfully was mm-hmm. like defrauding the United States conspiracy yeah. to defraud right which is still a felony charge mm-hmm. and it's and it it makes it makes sense and I think all of the, and it, it kind of sucks because he's being the criticism and they're always like the Trump's lackeys were always going to make criticism of Jack Smith sure but the thing with conspiracy to defraud mm-hmm. has nothing to do with the lies that he told right Jack it's Smith, the things that he has admitted to saying that are being pointed out as conspiracy to defraud. Well, the his actions. Okay. It started with putting pressure on on state uh, governors and state legislatures right. to not certify, mm-hmm. and then um, going out and um, <laughs> not. I mean, Jack Smith even said on at the press conference and yeah. the indictment press conference, Trump had the right to tell his lies mm-hmm. this is not about this is not a free speech matter right trump has the right to go and free say speech. say yeah. his lies about the election that's not what this indictment is about mm-hmm. but that's what rudy and all the other people even marco rubio are tweeting oh. out that like um so this is what happens when a president tries to use his free speech to criticize a questionable election that is a complete and utter misrepresentation of the wording of the pro- of the prosecution and mm-hmm. Jack Smith himself mm-hmm. that's that's well of course they specifically charged them with the main with the main charge being conspiracy to defraud the United States mm-hmm. specifically to keep it only as an action based oh, crime it's the you. actions that he took got you knowing that he was doing these actions because like knowing that he was trying to defraud the United States because mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. knew he didn't regardless of whether wh- whether he said the lies or not yeah. he knew that they were lies and then took action on to def- them. to on them to defraud right. the United States and that's why they're not prosecuting on speech mm-hmm. because i'm sure they were well aware that free speech was going to be the defense absolutely that's why they're seeking action on action Mm -hmm. okay i mean there's and he so he put pressure on (coughs) governors like uh kemp in georgia um he smith laid out five states Mm -hmm. where the president called state legislate the head of state legislature or the governors themselves have those people testified um well kemp uh, was asked to testify mm-hmm. by J- uh, Jack Smith, mm-hmm. and they don't know if he. Nobody knows if he did or not. Oh. Um, <laughs> the they have requested the calls from or the the written testimony of the ex Arizona governor, mm-hmm. the one who was in the process of on video. You see him signing. Getting ready to certify, he gets a phone call. He pulls it out. It says literally Trump on the cell phone, and then puts it on silent, puts it back in his pocket, and then certifies. And then certifies it. Oh, I forgot about that. 
Okay. Uh, and then the fake elector scheme. Oh right, was right. Orchestrated by his own, by by his lawyers at mm-hmm. the direction of him, mm-hmm. um, to basically for the most reeka dink uh, attempt, attempt or to yeah. try to like sending these randos to say that they yeah were going to go to the they're going to show up to congress saying no i am the real <laughs> elector i'm casting my vote for trump they were this fake elector scheme yeah to over, try to overturn the the uh when when his attempts to get governors or people within the states to not certify then to put pressure on mike pence to try to not certify mm-hmm. when he was routinely told by his chief advisors your claims are not accurate. Mm-hmm. You have litigated them to exhaustion in the courts and yeah. have consistently lost. You, it, the, you're what you're saying or what you're being told by people like Rudy Giuliani and John Eastman is not true. And yet he continued to only seek out mm. people who would tell him what he wanted to hear. Yeah, and sworn testimony by people who have who told. Who he when they told him I cannot do that, or I cannot say that, Trump responding with, "Just all I need you to do is just say it or do nothing, and we'll take it from here." Yeah, yeah. He knew he was lying. Yeah. But that's but the lying isn't the problem. Right. The riot. The lying isn't what he's being charged with. Right. It's like the documents, the documents case. He's mm-hmm. not being. He's not being charged for taking them. Right. He's being charged for keeping them once he was asked for them back. Yeah. And then obstructing. Yes. The retrieval. The retrieval of them. Yeah. And then obstructing the investigation into him refusing and giving them back. They, uh, they, Jesus. The, the, the super, in, the superseding indictment. Yeah. In, uh, the documents <laughs> case, uh, handed over two, uh, two co-defendants, like started, like brought in three more charges against Trump and then added two co-defendants. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my God. The head of, uh, the head of Mar-a-Lago security and yeah. the head of something else was Mar-a-Lago. Genius. For, um, for, uh, going in and, de- and trying to delete video surveillance of the times where they moved the boxes out of one room down into the storage bathroom in the basement of Mar-a-Lago. There's footage of them doing that? Uh, they don't know. They deleted the footage. They did delete it. They deleted the footage. So uh, we talked about this years ago, but about the, you know, the, the, the tactics of taking down the mob. Start small and just start chipping away from the bottom to the top. Mm-hmm. And you'll get that big fish because everybody's going to turn because they're not going to take the consequences for someone else. And I just it just feels like we're we're really getting there. And that's why I said adding them as co-defendants, I think, helps the prosecution more than anything, because you think they're going to want to take the fall for him. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting that um, so in the uh, January 6th indictment, mm-hmm. there are six unnamed, unindicted co-conspirators. Mm-hmm. You can pretty much deduce who most of them are by yeah. just the description of co-conspirator. Number one is Rudy Giuliani. Mm-hmm. Um, some the description in the indictment is a lawyer who was willing to peddle falsehoods. <laughs> Pedal, <laughs> uh, that greasy he, guy he, melting yeah, in front of us. Yeah, the guy who was literally willing to go anywhere and to be to peddle his lies yeah. about uh, election interference. Election what was he problem. in that I watched recently? Anger management. 
Rudy was in that? Yes. That's funny. With uh, Adam oh, Sandler. At the end, right? Yes. The Yankee game. Yes, he was. That's right. Yeah. he was mayor of New York yep. at the time. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy how far that guy's fallen. Yeah. After 9-11, everybody loved that dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. What people will do to... Uh, I don't know. I guess people thought that they... I guess they thought Trump was a winner. And they could just... Dude, them, that guy reeks just, of being a loser. Just latch themselves onto him. I will say this, and I don't want to give him this credit, but I gotta have to do it. You've said this too, like his ability or his team's ability to like nickname people and like things that those names will stick sometimes, no matter how offensive or or fucked up, those names stick. Mm-hmm. I was scrolling through Instagram. And I saw this video of DeSantis. Now, anytime somebody's making fun of DeSantis, I'm going to watch the whole video. And it was just like awkward was the caption, right? And I'm just watching it. And he's like drinking beers. Did you see this? And he's like trying to like uh, cheers with everybody in the room. And he's like drinking it weird. And then he like rubs his nose upwards. He's got a big schnoz. And he like, it get, like you just see the whole nose just glide up his nose, uh, his hand. And then he starts shaking hands with people. And I was like, oh, God, what is this? Donald Trump posted it. <laughs> and I was like, damn it. Like, I really enjoyed that video. And it was on Donald Trump's page. And I was like. Meatball, Meatball Ron, man. That is a perfect, <laughs> perfect nickname. But on the contrary, we talked today about how, uh, you know, I knew nothing about Dark Brandon or whatever. And Biden is owning it. And mm-hmm. he posted that video today of him. He just takes a drink of coffee and he's like, I like my coffee dark. And then he sets the mug down and it says 2024. The O's are his eyes that are red and glowing. <laughs> The president of the United States, like, and that's just like, that is the marketing or that is the, um, the social media team that the same ones that then produced fly swatters after Mm -hmm. Mike Pence's, you know, the fly landing on his head. It's just, it's good. It's good. I I don't know if it's good, but it's good for the jabs. Yeah. Cause it feels gross. Mm -hmm. Like, like devolved. Well, I mean, that's where politics is at. Yeah. But, but it's funny. Yeah, I feel like Ron DeSantis was grown in a lab. Like, he's not a real human being. <laughs> he doesn't, Dude, he his does, laugh creeps me out. He doesn't know how to interact with people. No. No. I don't feel like... Zero social skills. Eh, maybe Trump does. He's a schmoozer, right? He's He can go to these events. But people are kissing his ass, and he, mm-hmm. they always have. Yeah. I wouldn't do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> He uh, he tweeted out that um, he's not going to get a fair trial in D.C. Mm-hmm. because of um, you know everybody in D.C. hates him. Mm-hmm. He should be allowed to move his uh, if if this wasn't a corrupt system. Yeah, he'd be allowed to move his uh, his trial to West the the much more neutral state mm-hmm. of West Virginia. What? So he can get a fair trial there. Because he said the jury, there's no way the jury pool in Washington D.C. is going to be able to have twelve jurors who aren't just automatically anti-Trump for no other reason. But <sighs> he's going to get a neutral. Yeah. I mean, okay, let's look at the uh, the percentage of black population in uh, oh. and the judge who's going to be presiding over the case is black, 
and what the percentage of bl- the black population is in the hills of West Virginia. Yeah. That dude, little that little hobgoblin mind of his, so just inherently racist. Dude, they it's like, all it's are. Like, I won't let. I'm not gonna let the blacks get me. Get me. <sighs> dude, you know they say that shit behind closed doors. It's gross. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's true or not. It's just, it is true. It's just the way you that can just say it's true. That's how it works now. You just say just shit. The, but I mean, but he did say like, I'm not going to get a fair trial in DC. I need, I should be able to go to West Virginia. Like yeah. what the fuck? I, he has no idea how any of these institutions or systems work. So, he, which is apparent by the things he just says. Dude, you, you get tried in the, in the, in the state in which you broke the federal law in right. the district in which you broke the federal law otherwise why why wouldn't jack smith just say hey we're gonna go move your case out of uh out of southern florida away mm-hmm. from judge eileen cannon mm, to right, right. somewhere that's more favorable for us i mean come on man like but they know it's a lie they all know it's a lie and they just say it because it's nobody game. else nobody else nobody else pays attention nobody else listens or reads a damn thing mm-hmm. about any of this like i was i'm frustrated I, nobody I, even listens to this damn show no, sorry real quick someone gave us feedback about like not being um or being an echo chamber and only just spouting off certain points of views and then proceeds to tell me what we should address and i'm like did you listen to the episode well no i didn't listen to the whole thing at the end of the episode, we discussed exactly what he suggested we should talk about. This is a perfect microcosm of what and how people operate today. Fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Don't come and try to critique my show and give me advice on how to make it better when you haven't listened to it in its entirety. Not from the episode one, but the one fucking episode that you're talking about. It's <laughs> a good point. Jesus, sorry. No, you're fine. I had to rant. No, when you told me that, and I was, and you told me that that guy had reached out and had said that, uh, you know, we needed to, we needed to uh, bring in more uh, libertarian perspectives. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, look, dude, when you're talking about the, um, I, I hate the this both sidesing, this both sidesing of something that is clearly one sided. Yeah, there's no both sidesing. Donald Trump breaking federal law. If we're both sidesing, aren't they the side of rule of law? Well, I think that what they mean by yes, but I think what uh, both sidesing to them means is that because Trump got indicted, mm. it's only fair if we indict someone else from the other side. Mm. Like by uh, we're Hunter? Just, we're just, yeah, just, or just, Look, you I'll know, give up or, Hunter for Trump. Fair trade. <laughs> I I know it's just like well if you're going to uh if you're going to indict or if he's a criminal clearly there has to be another there has to be another criminal I'm Look, sure there are lots of criminals Yes but apparently <laughs> in order to to in order to have be able to be in order to talk about Trump being indicted you also have to admit somehow some shape or form that Biden is equally a Cor- criminal with, okay. With there's n- with no evidence. Isn't that an admission if, by them though? Yes, but they think. But <laughs> no, but to to them, they're both sidesing. It means is that yeah. because everybody's a criminal, then nobody should be charged. Unless. Wow. I, it, wow. No, I, the, I want to live in that but world. But they don't mean that. They want your yeah. side. They, oh, I know what like, they mean. They wanted. 
they wanted they wanted Biden Obama impeached yeah. at every turn. They wanted uh they wanted Hillary Clinton locked up. Yeah. She had to go through four years of how of house investigations over Benghazi mm-hmm. over something that happened with the State Department while she was you know, while she was there. Mm-hmm. Um which had as much to do with the DOD as it did the state. Anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the look, you like they have ex- they exhausted their re- their investigations into Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. and came up with nothing. Mm-hmm. the the server The server situation, um, like why didn't if if we're gonna if we're going to indict Trump over the do- over him documents. taking and retaining documents, why didn't um, why didn't Hillary Clinton get indicted? Because she's a Democrat. Yeah, I guess if it's just that simple, you're right. I'm just gonna. I, it has there. to be. Is that what they're saying? Right. Yeah. It has to be. Mm-hmm. That's what they're saying. But even though, like, if you were to actually look at it, um, they did investigate it. Yeah. The they did and they they chose not to. Of the 250 documents uh, that may have contained uh, classified information, mm-hmm. only three of them actually ended up having classified information mm-hmm. that was shared via email on mm-hmm. her server and all three of those were class would be information became classified after she had sent it so she oh. sent the information before it was deemed classified gotcha. it was classified later mm-hmm. the key difference between her and trump is when she was asked by federal prosecutors to turn over the server she cooperated Mm -hmm. guess what would have happened to trump if he had just given up the fucking documents yeah when he was asked to yeah same same situation with biden having potential having documents at his house he gave full access to the archives and the fbi who rounded up everything and gave it back to the archives yeah yeah yes should there be higher scrutiny yes. on how our documents are maintained by public officials? Absolutely. I, if you and I did anything of the sort, we would be in deep shit. <laughs> you know what? You know what would happen if we did what Trump did? Yeah. As federal employees, uh, we are um, our trial would not be. Uh, po- we wouldn't be free pending trial, and yeah. we definitely wouldn't. Our trial would not be extended out until May of next yeah. year. For fun. So uh, tell me again how Trump is uh, being so disadvantaged yeah. and he's being targeted by the Justice Department. Get the fuck out of here. I don't understand the mentality of like you and I talked a little bit. I don't, did we talk about this on air? I don't know. But we talked about like the, the old man leadership, right? The mm-hmm. tribal kind of in, ingrained in our um, evolution, right? But I don't understand like feeling sorry for this person (laughs) i don't get it no like you hear these interviews with people on klepper and those other guys on instagram who are going to these rallies and they have like genuine like affection for this person Mm -hmm. i don't give two shits about joe biden but i want things to progress and improve if he's going to do that great i don't give a shit if you commit a crime go to fucking jail put someone else in here who's gonna progress and make things better Mm -hmm. and improve i don't i'm never going to it's the same mentality of those people who are putting uh uh, decals all over their fucking cars of donald trump Mm -hmm. or flags or t-shirts or hats or whatever Mm -hmm. like they 
it's it's tribalism, like you mentioned um, a few days ago, but it's also this team mentality. We've compared it to sports so many times, but and maybe that's a hundred percent what it is 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 a team, right? If your team is losing and you f- you feel like maybe they're you know we bitch about the refs all the time, um, and 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 Foster hates. Chris Paul. I'm sure no matter what team Chris Paul's on, there's always that excuse of like, well, he hates Chris Paul and Chris Paul will never we, we will never win because Chris Paul's on this team. That has to be the mentality that these people have for Donald Trump. Who gives a fuck? He's a millionaire in assets probably more than liquid. But I I don't I don't I don't get it. Who fucking cares about this person? Like, uh, we've talked about, I don't know, I don't even know what we've talked about on the show anymore, but I don't care about the centralized power in the executive office. I don't want it. There's a reason he has a cabinet to fucking handle things, which means I don't give a shit about Joe Biden personally. I don't think I ever would. If we hung out and he hooped with me, that'd be tough. That'd be tight. But he can't even ride a bicycle. (laughs) Dude, I guarantee you, most people, if you hung out with a, any of the polit- like national politicians, yeah. you'd fucking hate them. Guaranteed. They have to be narcissistic creeps. Mm-hmm. They have to be. So maybe I would get along with them. But <laughs> most no, like, people. W- on what planet do you think Donald Trump has any understanding of your day-to-day life? None. And how you live it? None. I don't get it. He doesn't, de- he doesn't deserve your money, and he doesn't deserve your f- loyalty and your affection. I, I just wish people would understand that. Uh, I, I just I, I don't I don't get the the devout loyalty to it, but they're happy to devout be in, loyalty. They're happy to be hundred percent. They're happy to be in a they're happy to be in a cult. Uh, as far as like Hillary Clinton, oh one last one last thing on yeah. Hillary Clinton not being indicted. Um, Trump's Department of Justice in 2018 did a review of the original handling of uh, the decision not to. Uh, indict Hillary Clinton over mm-hmm. the email scandal. Yes, yes, yes. Trump's DOJ yes upheld the the previous decision and said it was the right call not to indict her. Wasn't there a change in the uh, punitive actions of yes? Afterwards. What was that again? Uh, yeah, Donald Trump uh, signed an executive order that that would make um it criminal to um to uh maintain uh, improperly maintain. Uh, classified documents going forward. Talk about shooting yourself in the fucking foot. Well, in his mind, he uh, he declassified them in perpetuity. Yeah. So yeah. they're they're now his. They're I've his own seen them, offense. so they're declassified to me. The other thing is, is that um, he pointed Trump pointed out that Biden has boxes and boxes of documents um, that he hasn't returned. How the fuck would he know that? Well, Biden does. He does have boxes and boxes and boxes. Okay. Of his Senate papers. Okay. Which, by definition, uh, the archives has already weighed in, and this has already been long. This is he drugged this up the other day on True Social uh-huh. to once again try to both sides the this argument of his own wrongdoing, mm-hmm. saying, and he just of course he omits the the big context of all of this. The the National Records Act, passed by Congress, has been the law for decades, mm-hmm. since Nixon, I believe, says that all correspondence by the executive 
is national is public record. Right. It right. needs to be stored by the national archives. Mm-hmm. Senate papers, especially Senate correspondence, mm-hmm. while the senator is in office, is not considered part of the National Records Act. It is outside okay. of their purview. They do not keep Senate papers mm. because most of the time Senate papers do not have they're just personal correspondence between mm-hmm. other senators or between donors or between whomever public right. citizens. It's outside the purview of the National Records Act. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they are the deemed by law the personal property of the senator. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of those boxes do not contain time as Biden mm-hmm. as vice president or Biden as president. They're so Biden's Senate do- papers. He has documents from him being in the Senate. Yes. Gotcha. But that's what Donald Trump was saying. Half truth, mm-hmm. his half truth on Truth Social yeah. is that Biden has all of these documents half that no truth social all these boxes and boxes of documents. Yeah, but they're his Senate papers. They've already in, they've already investigated those papers and have d- found that they were all Senate papers, which are his legal right to have in his offices in Cal- I think in California or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know. I don't know where they are, but they're his home. Pa- those are his own papers. You don't want us. Going after after the senator's papers who support you. I'm sure we don't want to look at anybody's Senate papers, but if you want to play that game, that's a slippery slope that you will not enjoy. But it's it's it's. I'm sick of that fucking game, dude. He doesn't want it to actually be played. He just wants to say that stuff. See, see, look, see, double standard. There is no. I'm sorry. Back to my original point. There is no. Both sides in this issue. Yeah. He's, you have to charge him. And in, in, in this, the last thing I hear is that this is election interference mm-hmm. that you're trying, that this is by indicting <laughs> Donald Trump is election interference. Holy Christ. Because you're trying to jail someone who is running for office. Mm. Really think about that precedent. Yeah. If I went and murdered somebody. Yeah. And then I was about to get arrested and then I announced Announce my my candidate my candidacy for office <laughs> that you cannot arrest me because it's technically election interference. I love it. I love With it. With all of the irony that He's literally being indicted for election, election interference. interference. Oh my god! But but on a moralistic, more of a moralistic argument, yeah, I would you, I would flip that on its head mm-hmm. and say that not charging him is election interference because yeah. you're not charging him because of political reasons, mm-hmm. not because he broke the law or didn't break the law. Right, you are charging him because of his nature as a politician. Mm -hmm. So politicians then are above the law. That's what we're trying to say. Okay. Let's follow that line of logic. Yeah. That's not a, that's not a country (sighs) any of us want to live in. You're just automatically absolved because of election interference. It's just about getting him back in the white house and then he will fix everything. I know that's that's what they believe. Yeah, that's what his supporters believe. Biden economics is what they were calling what Nikki 
Haley. Haley was was saying she was saying she, I didn't come out and say anything right away after this third indictment. Like everyone else was so quick to judge, but really we just need to move on from this, and we need to focus on reversing Biden economics and protecting our borders and some other stupid talking point bullshit. Yeah. And then looped back around and said, look, I do think he has some responsibility for January 6th. Oh, God, how is so this the world the we live in? the person with 1% of the total vote. Yeah, I, I can't even remember her name. Uh, I've been, I want to ask you about this. Tell me how you feel about Joe Rogan. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. Dude, you were popping off not with very kind words. Why are you such a hater, dude? What did I say? I don't even remember. I don't remember. I don't think I was popping off. You that said bad. fuck that guy because he asked all the questions. But if he doesn't oh, ask the questions, no, who will ask I, the questions? Oh, okay, I'm gonna read what I said. <laughs> He's uh, just asking questions, Jake. Okay. I don't think he's really asking questions. He's Let's say we sent, we talk a lot in this thing. I did see um, he was he was trying to say you know th- there's been a lot of videos lately of him just saying shit mm-hmm. and then his guests going that doesn't sound right. Jamie looks it up and he and he eats his he freaking just eats it because he's like oh shit I, that wasn't true at all. It was something about like volcanoes releasing more CO two in the atmosphere than humans ever have, and that was one of the things. And then it, his guest was like, "What? Where the fuck did you hear that?" They looked it up, and it's like not true at all. But he said it. Mm-hmm. And there was another one with a, another comedian that I adore, and he was I can't remember what exactly he was saying, but he was saying something, and the comedian looked at him and goes, mm, "I don't, I don't think that's how it works, dude." And it was Tom Segura. Mm. And I was so proud of Tom to call him out on a shit and be like, dude, I don't think it works like that, man. And then he was like, oh, maybe you're right. But he says a lot and he's got a lot of listeners mm-hmm. and there are guests on that show who are not going to challenge him. No, but I value and appreciate the ones that do mm-hmm. because he's just asking these questions. Right. But oh, I'm pretty sure. Sh- isn't it true that volcanoes release more CO2 than humans have done in in, in wasn't he questioning the other i feel like he was questioning the um the validity of egyptians building the um of egyptians building the uh the pyramids i've been hearing that a lot lately Dude, i heard if, somebody if you just, say if you that just go and research a little bit of people like go and research a little bit of people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about and how those things were 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 built and designed yeah it's not that fucking complex and it's also not they specific just, to egypt no they just don't can't they can't fathom the fact that brown people did what white people <laughs> that white people did thousands of years before they before they stopped sleeping around with their cows. So Rogan thinks January 6th was a false flag event orchestrated by U.S. intelligence. I that's what you had said, and mm-hmm. I didn't. Did he say that? Yes, he said that. Mm-hmm. He said it's been proven. Proven was his exact word. And then I just Whoa. said, yeah, can we be done with the I'm just asking questions guy? It's been proven. Proven. It was orchestrated to stop Donald Trump. Mm. You know I was being facetious about Roseanne, right? Yeah. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that came across clear. Sometimes I'm like, I'm being so ob- obtuse that I'm like, does, he, does it come off as like... He's being serious, so I just wanted to clarify. Mm. <laughs> I do love uh, 
uh, what's his name? Theo Vaughn. Oh. I, I like Theo Vaughn. He's funny. But, yeah. I mean, I, you know how much I appreciate and value comedy. And what Roseanne was saying on the most recent pod that she was like, they, they took her, that pod with her and Theo off of YouTube. Um, she was she was talking um, in the same way that I do. Just very, like, sarcastic. And if you watch the whole clip that technically got them banned, then you understand that she's just being sarcastic. But, I mean, that's YouTube's prerogative. They can do that. They can take you and so demonetize it's, it's you. Their prop, it's their platform. <sighs> just have Elon buy it. Yeah, with X, because that's going so well for him. Dude, it's obnoxious. And and does anybody still use it? I want to know. If you're out there and you're, you're using I think X... Lo- I think a lot of people have gone back to using it because... Really? Threads just runs out of content. Why? It doesn't have the population. Yeah, I like Threads though. I think the the biggest issue with with uh, with Threads that it's running into is mm-hmm. that it doesn't have enough of the important people on it. I think what tw- oh. I think what, what drew Twitter, what made Twitter so uh, popular, is mm-hmm. that its proximity to power. You could literally conceivably tweet. Everybody had a Twitter, right? Yes. You could tweet at the president of the United States. Okay. Or tweet at any celebrity. And theoretically, get a response back. I have. And it feels cool. Exactly. It I feels cool. And Instagram doesn't quite have that yet. Okay. That's very, it, that's it, very true. It may one day get there. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that it has that proximity mm, to power. I agree. And it doesn't have, the big, it doesn't have big enough people on it. Yeah. Yet. I've gotten responses from Kevin Smith, Wesley Matthews, you know, all those guys, uh, Nolan Smith, shout out. <laughs> and it, it's cool. It's like you're just throwing us out that something out there and then they respond and you're like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. It's cool. But I think that's 100% what it is. But I thought that the the popularity of reels and all that in the of what Instagram is would translate. But I guess it makes sense that it wouldn't. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it, it's Twitter that I mean, it wants to be Twitter. It's yeah. a lot of its mechanics are like Twitter, very much so. And um, I do like that it doesn't have like the the real character limitations mm-hmm. um, that Twitter had. Yeah, uh, is Twitter still doing the um, the or is X? What are we calling it X? Or are we calling it Twitter? What is this? Does anybody, if I were to say X, do people know what I'm talking about? No, I wouldn't. Also, isn't that his son's name or something? some stupid letters or something yeah um it's like the infinity sign isn't it i don't know it's like the pi sign <laughs> i don't know it's so weird it's no it's the i don't know eon flux isn't that his kid's name um but i would never yeah i'm not gonna call it that and i don't think most people it's like the rose garden i'm not doing it mm-hmm. i'm not calling it moda center yeah i i miss it because there's a lot of times where i wish I follow tweets of reporters of the Jets games yeah. during the games, and it's I miss that. Especially yeah. he took off. Um, so Bleacher Report used to have this uh, feature where they would, at, in the top of the, because I don't know, you know how Bleacher Report works. You mm-hmm. have like, so like you have pages that are specifically for your team. Yep. So all of the news 
it, it basically aggregate like it brings in news sources yeah. and then has the links to them there's like a comment there's like, then there's a comment section in mm-hmm. there so you can interact with other fans <clears> of that <throat> of that team uh, but one of the cool things is like it used to have literally a Twitter scroll mm-hmm. of all of the main beat writers or like um, media type people who were associated or are known to follow the mm-hmm. Orioles mm-hmm. would show up on that scroll so you could like almost like just have jet specific twitter specific instantaneous but Mm -hmm. also insight yeah and it's right there during like it's right there in bleacher reports app well when he changed his terms of service and everything like that he blocked outside sources from being able to show tweets so i it, it disabled that feature on bleacher report which really sucks why would he do that it forces you to sign up for twitter if you want to see those tweets. Oh. Because I could see them without having a Twitter. Mm, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But then, I get why he did it. it but you're sucks, not getting though. the same you're not getting the same mechanics of what is provided on Bleacher Report. No, because I would because you we've talked about how me just trying to follow sports on Twitter yeah. still led to me having three quarters of my feed yeah. be Trump supporting tweets. Mm. Like I only followed Blazer related news. News. I only searched Blazer related news for the two hours I had re-signed back up for Twitter. Mm-hmm. And my home, like the home scroll, was just all political. Was all politics. I will say that I tried to mention this to you. I think last episode but like you know the podcast that i listen to and everybody that listens to it is on there and it's a very positive place and the guys on the podcast have also been saying like in their reddit it's very toxic Mm. and everybody just shits on the show where this at least on twitter it has like you're interacting with person directly instead of like here's an idea now everybody shit comment it whereas if you're you comment it and somebody might who also listens says hey like that's great like to your post specifically I feel like the interaction between like that podcast group is very positive and fun on Twitter, but I don't want to be there because Elon is a psychopath. Mm -hmm. So I wish that I could shift everybody over to threads. Mm -hmm. But what I have found is that um, there's a a tell them Steve Dave Facebook group and they started this chat and it's way too much. People are constantly there's like 500 people in this chat all like chatting to each other. I have it on silent, but every now and then I'll pop in and I'll kind of scroll and see what people are saying. But it's kind of cool because it's the same people that are on Twitter Hmm. and it's like instant chatting. And like there's one guy who's on the show all the time and he's in the chat. He started off as like a fan, but now he's on the show all the time. And and like he's in the group and we're all just talking about like like his experiences and all that stuff. Hmm. So that's kind of cool. That's a fun alternative to Twitter. But threads isn't it yet. Yeah, I mean it's hard rooting for Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, but why don't we just start our own and call it Truth? The, <laughs> the the barriers to the barriers to entry into the social yeah. media market is incredibly expensive. You were talking about that last week, just everything just being monopolized and centralized. And not just, not just like merging of similar brands into one brand. Mm-hmm. But also the vertical integration of these multi of these multinational companies, mm-hmm. uh, whereas like so you own not only do you own the market in which you lived in, right? So let's just let's just take this for example, right? Let's just say Ford mm-hmm. bought 
all the other car manufacturers or in the majority of other car manufacturers to where they owned 90% of the car market. manufacturing market. Yeah. But then you're looking at, okay, well, how else can we cut costs and uh, mm. grow our grow our company? Well, okay, we're going to go and we're going to buy our own tire manufacturing mm. plant. Yeah. As part of... So now you own the tires, the manufacturing of the tires. Mm-hmm. Okay, then now we're going to go buy... Well, okay, we now we need to cut costs more. What are we going to do? We're going to go buy a rubber manufacturing plant. Mm. So now we have... Now we own the raw... Or like the... We own the rubber. We mm-hmm. own the, the, the making of the tires. And we own the manufacturing of the cars. Mm-hmm. That's vertical integration yeah. of a market. Yeah. So where the same company now owns all of the inputs into the final product that's being sold to you. Yeah. What what a good healthy capitalist economy does is that it not only does it try to break up monopolies in terms of one single market being owned by one or two firms, mm-hmm. they it also the inputs to those final products are owned by different companies. Right. That helps with competition. And keeping mm-hmm. prices low mm-hmm. for the consumer instead of allowing for price fixing, mm-hmm. because then when you have all of the all of the inputs to that final product under your own umbrella, mm-hmm. it allows you to price fix. Yeah, and so then when you have now you're only going to have and holy shit, and it just all that does is continue to destroy small business. I feel like that what you're describing is is exactly what we're sitting in. Yeah, and it's fucking everyone. And you know who pointed that out back in his like rundown apartment in Victorian era England? Who did it? It was that guy that the he who shall not be named Karl Marx. Oh, dude, that is scary. It is scary. I know you. I mean, obviously, his solution to the problem (laughs) has problems. Yeah. But you can't deny that that is an accurate summation mm-hmm. of how capitalism is turning out when yes. you have politics and corporations the blurring the lines Married. between yeah. between government interests and corporate interests yeah <gasps> it's a major problem fuck yeah because Dude. the government has the tools the federal government has the tools especially with the, an- the antitrust act yeah years and years and years of tort reform to make sure that they these aren't monopolies right more accurately said the law doesn't forbid monopolies Mm -hmm. you just can't act like a monopoly right right and we're just choosing both sides now this is a both sides argument yes both sides have continually turned a blind eye and have oh shit have basically not used the powers of government yeah they have the power to do it. They're just not. I feel like maybe it's just my curated feed from these corporations, but I feel like I'm seeing more and more frustration and identify uh, identification of that system that you've just described. How it's price fixing and it's 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 keeping certain people out and certain people in, and it, it it's literally controlling who can afford what, when they can afford mm-hmm. it, how they can afford it, mm-hmm. which fucks a lot of people it truly does and i feel like a lot of people are starting to recognize it like every every so many posts i've seen recently is like this new fad is like i don't give a fuck about aliens great they're they're here they exist what about all this 
Mm-hmm. And it's like that is the sentiment. It's like people are really starting to catch on and identify. And like I think I even saw a post talking about capitalism and how this isn't how it's supposed to work, but this is how it's working. It's not supposed to work like this, where the government right. doesn't have the government turns a blind eye to corporate yeah. behavior. Yeah. Look, there's a difference between but there's a difference between the government owning the means of production. Yes. And yes. the government having a role in how corporations behave in a market. Look, the the means of production are still owned by private entities. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change, and I hope it never does change. Mm-hmm. That's the root of capital. That's the root difference between socialism and capitalism. And who owns the means of production? Mm-hmm. And as long as you still have a government who doesn't own the means of production, you don't have you don't really have socialism. Right. You have a mixed economy, which everybody's a mixed economy, but it's even even Adam Smith, the father of capitalist thought, would not say that this is a healthy economy if yeah. you've actually read his work. Yeah. And you understood. That's scary. That scares the shit out of me. You're we're becoming more of a it's more of a oligarch mm-hmm. olig, oligopoly corporatized economy. And yeah. that's not capitalism. Yeah. I feel like it's it's you know we've talked about the argument for capitalism being the 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 balance in or the lessening of poverty but i feel like this system is orchestrated to widen that gap mm-hmm. and i think that that's that's what the video was talking about that i'm thinking of is the lack of middle class and we're seeing the stretching we talked about this a little bit last week but just like the haves and have nots the po- those polls are getting far more extreme and there's less people in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, right. What is the what's the fear of a government of government owning the means of production? Mm-hmm. Right. Centralized centralization of decision making. Mm-hmm. Lack of choice. Yes. Um, Bingo. And centralization of 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 centralization of decision making is a problem when you're talking about goods and services that are necessary for an economy to keep mm-hmm. flourishing, people to survive, mm-hmm. people to be able to move, have vertical movement within that economy. When you have, what is the difference between the government having the means of production or three private individuals yeah. having the means of production? There's no I, difference. I'm not, I, I, would, I would just, the difference is, is that at least we elect right. the, people in, the charge. people in charge of the government. Yeah. Theoretically, are you arguing for socialism right now? No, I'm just saying <laughs> that there's. I'm saying your face. I'm saying there is zero. I say I would say that there is zero difference between a I know a corporate oligarchy and socialism. Yeah, yeah. In in terms of practice and the realization on the ground for average yeah. average. Day I Americans. think that's a great point. You're not advocating for socialism. I'm just busting your balls. But that is a great point as far as like if you're going to look at if you're going to poo poo socialism, at least an argument can be made that you're choosing. Who is in charge of all of the production? Whereas it's just CEOs and their buddies and them hiring their buddies or ex-politicians getting jobs at all these corporations and controlling the means of production mm-hmm. and price fixing mm-hmm. and keeping keeping me down. There, uh, I was I was watching this um, documentary that Vice did uh-huh. about um, in West Virginia mm-hmm. about like like what are like who are these back the people of Appalachia? Yeah, like what. Who are they? How do they live? Yeah. Like these people are like basically live in a black hole to most mm-hmm. of us because they're so poor. Mm-hmm. Like insanely, these towns are insanely poor. 
they're all ex-coal towns, mm-hmm. and the coal industry has dried up. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what Trump has you know, promised in 2016, <laughs> those jobs aren't coming back because coal yeah. is not the it it is not the present and it is not going to be the future. Yeah, I think it's, we said that. It's just not. We've talked about it anyway. <laughs> that's not my point. Yeah. There was this one town that they 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 did one episode on, mm-hmm. and they you have to send me the link of this. They, this they sounds said, cool. They said that like the death knell for this one particular town was Walmart coming in because because of the closed economy yeah because it's it's a self those little those yeah. little enclaves are self-contained economies yeah you insert walmart drove killed all of the mom and pop, mom and pop shops who couldn't one oh carry the mat who couldn't carry the stuff that the, that walmart did yeah but that money goes into walmart and then what happens it leaves yeah there's no way that walmart stays open no it closed yeah of course it did so it drove all of the mom and pop shops out yeah. of business, stayed around just long enough till the corporate backers, the, the owners of the regional Walmart, mm-hmm. was like, ah, it's not I'm not making enough money. Because why? The people who were living there don't have money. Don't have money <laughs> because it drove out wow. all of the small all of the small businesses that kept the money in the economy yeah. went to Walmart. Walmart extracted all that money, closed its store, and now there's fucking nothing. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch that. That sounds awesome. And this is just a minor little kind of uh, uh, observation that I made. But, like, even being in Hawaii, just, like, so much of, you know, I I, wa- I did a bunch of – I'm reading this book on Hawaii and, like, the development of Hawaii and all this stuff. But I also watch documentaries on, like, how it started, right, from – from the creation of Hawaii and how did plants get there? How did animals get there? Right. Insane. So interesting, but it's, it's kind of closed off and you kind of like a bag of salad that isn't just, there aren't salad production farms. There mm-hmm. is $12, but you can get all the fruits that are naturally grown there or, or produce that is naturally grown there for cheap. And that's the diets that they eat, right? Or natural animals that they were eating. If it's there, if it's grown there, if it's closed off there, and you focus on that stuff, it's putting back into the island, into the mm-hmm. resources. But paying outward for $12 bags of salad, that's not helping anybody because it's not made there. Mm-hmm. Does that analogy kind of make sense? I think it, yeah, I think it tries. I don't know. I was just thinking about that because it's like... I was eating all like this great stuff, but then I was like, mm-hmm. man, I really want a salad. Then I saw the price of the salad. I'm like, I don't want a fucking salad that bad. Yeah. So I'll just eat what's here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard because I think in one metric you look at a globalized economy mm-hmm. has, has raised, has brought more people out of absolute mm-hmm. poverty mm-hmm. than at any point in human history. I've said this yeah. countless amount of times, which I think speaks to, capitalism as in terms of the floor in which human mm. existence is under capitalism is higher mm-hmm. than any other p- form of political economy however the degradation that it has done to small mm. culturally kind of isolated mm. groups of people i don't know if you can really say that their lives are better off right right yes they have more access to certain items mm-hmm. but then you look at it or, too, yeah, too but like items. infant mortality drops mm-hmm. when the median in when the median 
uh, income goes up mm-hmm. access to with access to medicine access to life-saving healthcare access to education like all of these things happen because of the the uh, transmission of goods and services across boundaries mm-hmm. and that has been facilitated exponentially and expeditedly by the global trade system mm-hmm. that was put in place especially after world war ii essentially following this neoliberal um erosion of borders mo- free movement of capital free movement of goods and services and free movement of human beings across borders has over time lifted more people out of poverty than it ever been mm-hmm. however there has also never been i would say outside of the height of the monarchies Mm -hmm. a bigger gap between rich and poor Mm. since like probably feudalism Mm -hmm. as the primary mode of political economy where you had landowners the king and then serfs there Mm -hmm. was no middle class right we're eroding our middle class again and that can't that can't be good for anybody the concentration of wealth and how much there is is insane it's that is so much money. We can't even fathom the amount of money. Put this into perspective and just say, like, there's no way that these people can have any real understanding of mm-hmm. the plight of the average human being. Mm-hmm. When asked why Jeff Bezos mm-hmm. wanted to take a dick rocket into mm-hmm. space, is he said he wanted to see the world from above to gain perspective on his life. I would say, what would be a more adequate way to gain perspective on your life on your life maybe uh you jeff bezos Mm -hmm. 100 billionaire Mm -hmm. you go walk through the city of portland go walk through your own factories where people are paid minimum wage and then go home with them and see what that looks like go work in your yeah go work in your factory for a day yeah maybe that'll give you a little bit more go pull some orders but instead undercover boss (laughs) but instead (laughs) no i need to go and waste tens of millions of dollars yeah to go gain perspective on my life by looking at the vastness of the blue planet yeah hop on youtube and watch pale blue dot by carl sagan that's an that's real enough yeah all right bye guys bye.